Hello, everybody. Let me ask you a question. When you were a kid, did you ever wonder what teachers talked about in the teacher's lounge? You probably didn't miss much. It's usually boring stuff like grading papers, lesson planning, and then figuring out the new train schedule. Train schedule? Well, I teach in the city. But sometimes at one of the not-so-cool tables in the back of the teacher's lounge, you might find us, the Fandalorians, teachers by day, nerds by night. My name is Mr. Richardson, and by day, Mr. McDonald, Mr. G, and I teach and inspire America's youth. But by night, we debate, discuss, and argue about all things in the pop culture universe on our podcast. We discuss all the biggest pop culture topics in the world, like Ozark, Stranger Things, The Marvelous Miss Maisel, Marvel, Star Wars, Top Gun Maverick, The Old Man, Bridgerton, you name it, we'll probably discuss it. You guys watch Bridgerton? Yo, season one of Bridgerton was awesome. You don't know what you're missing. Since we are teachers, you will always get a ton of background information about our topics and original teacher-themed segments, like our pop culture morning announcements, building meetings, and post-observation reviews of shows and movies. Oh, and arguing. You'll get lots of disagreements in arguing, like way more than I'm comfortable with. You can find us wherever you listen to your podcast. Just search for The Fandalorians, Teachers by Day, Nerds by Night. Then join us every Monday as we look into the current state of fandom and pop culture. Hey, look, the bell's about to ring. We need to head to the buses. Hopefully, we'll see you guys soon. Well, I mean, they're not going to see us because this is a podcast. I, I know. I know. I... But they can't even see us when you think about it. So they won't see us either. Oh, my God. You know what I meant. It wasn't literal. Just ring the bell. Ring the bell. The Fandalorians, teachers by day, nerds by night. I hope you listen and subscribe to us soon. I hate you guys. Uh, welcome, everyone, back to another episode of Muggle with a Mic. Katie here, and I'm joined by my wonderful co-host, Phil. Yay. We're back. <laughs> hey, Phil, what's you're wearing a hat, but I can't see what the hat says. What's This is uh, US... The Stromo. SS, the Stromo. Gotcha. Do you know what that's from? That's from... Because I know this because of you. It's from Alien. Okay, yeah. I'm all, all Halloweened out since it's October. I've got my... Alien hat, and I got my Halloween Horror Nights, Universal Dad, Studios. Uh, I don't know shirt. that reference. What's you, what's Horror Nights? Oh, that's like at the theme parks. They in like September and October, Universal Studios. Uh, they'll close the parks about five o'clock, and then redress the streets. And they have like oh. something like ten ten haunted houses and scare stations and shows and whatnot. So, Which uh, shameless plug. We will be having a Halloween episode coming up with John. John's going to be joining us again for a horror muggle with a mic episode. He sent me a movie suggestion, but said it wasn't that good after he watched it. So we're going to be watching okay. a different one. I don't know. I don't, we don't know which one just yet, but it will be Halloween themed. Okay. But for this episode, we're going to be talking all late seventies, eighties comedy movies that were suggested yeah. by my cousin, Donnie shout out to Donnie. And I have yeah. seen all these back, if not when they originally aired, close to when they originally aired. <laughs> I think I think some of the 70s, I was probably a few years later after I saw them. But uh, so it'd be interesting to see because you've never seen these. And they, they all, we were talking earlier, 
they all have their own place in pop culture. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, you're just now seeing them for the first time. Uh, so it'd be interesting, interesting take to see how in modern times, you know, you're kind of seeing these for the first time. Oh yeah. And I have so, thoughts. I have many, many thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, but before we get into the, uh, the comedy section of the, of the episode, Phil, would you like me to go first with my mug or would you like to show your mug off? You, you can go, you can go first. Okay. I usually go first. So you can go first. I was, uh, we just went up to Cleveland for a visit with family again. We stopped at Cracker Barrel and I saw this mug and I had to get it. It just called my name. I think you'll like it. It is Jurassic Park. Oh, very nice. Yeah. And it's really, I can't I like that. tilt it because the water will come out, but it is a big mug. It's a dinosaur sized mug. Okay. Yeah. Does it have a dinosaur down in it? Let me, ch- let me check. Nope. No. Sadly, okay. no. Because sometimes you'll get mugs that'll have the novelty mugs and they'll have like yeah. something in the bottom as you drink it. You can kind of see it. Yeah. I have well, a, I have an alien. I have an alien mug like that. And then it has like a chest burster down the bottom. So he'll like peek ooh. out. Yeah. I have to maybe. I'll, yeah. Maybe I'll have that um, for my mm. mug next time. Give it away. Give it away. Halloween. Give it away now. Yeah. <laughs> well, this was at Cracker Barrel. And I was choosing between this, an office mug, or the Golden Girls. And I chose this one. Oh, I would have chose that one, too. Mm-hmm. I do love me some Jurassic Park. Right now, it, that, that has a great soundtrack. I love the Jeeps, the Jeep Cherokees that were in that, the original mm-hmm. one. It's it's a good franchise. What is your is. mug, Philip? Mine is a Call of Duty. Ooh. Uh, Call of Duty mug. Nice. It's, kind of shaped, it's shaped like a... A bullet kind of rounded at the top, but it had, yeah, but it has like a monkey wind up monkey bomb on it. Interesting. Now, yeah, I'm so. not a huge gamer, I have been following one Twitch streamer named Mr. Gibbon, and he plays Escape from Tarkov mostly. Mm. You know, I'm not a huge gamer. Now, what's the monkey bomb in Call of Duty? Uh, it was actually, I don't even know which because they have like a hundred of them. I kind of dipped out a Call of Duty. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I still play it. I'm a very uh, light Call of Duty player. I don't do the multiplayer and stuff. I mean, yeah. some people just live and breathe that and that's the only game they get. Yeah. I just, I like the campaign. I play the campaign. So the only Call of Duty I've ever played was the World War II one. And I did the campaign oh. because the minute I'd go yeah. multiplayer, I'd get killed. I think this is uh, from one of the, uh, it's either Modern Warfare or uh, I think it's up from Modern Warfare, but I, like I said, I can't remember. So. It's okay. It's okay. It's one of the edit it's that, one of the that. Call of Duties. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. I I've been watching him play. I've been I actually like subscribed and all kinds of stuff. But uh, it's fun. I have found that I actually have more fun watching someone play than playing myself. Yeah. Yeah. yeah fair enough. It's fun to watch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And and I learn all these things, like, because he knows all the intricate things, the yeah. little things that I don't know, and like how you should hug the corners and all that stuff. And I, over my head. <laughs> yeah. You need to play Alien Isolation if you like horror games, because that's one of the best. Wait, Phil, when did I ever say I like horror games? You didn't. <laughs> I was giving a shout out, okay? I like that game. What's the game called again? Alien Isolation. Alien Isolation. Mm-hmm. 
There you go. Is it, yeah. is it you're in isolation with the aliens or there's one isolated alien? Mm, yeah, it could be either, probably. Okay. I don't want to give away any, if you haven't played the game, I don't want to give away anything. So, but Get you that. are isolated on a space station. So, interesting. Yeah. It, or maybe it's none, it maybe it's just you and one alien. You're both isolated. It could, it could be. Yeah. Could be. Maybe you're playing uh, solitaire or not solitaire, but uh, solitary. So, some, some, some card game. What's a two player card game? Uh, Uno. No. <laughs> yeah. All right. You're playing Uno with the alien. Which did you hear that they changed rules to Uno that you can't put a draw two on top of another draw two? No, I didn't didn't hear that. And if you didn't hear it, it doesn't matter because that means the rules didn't change for you. It's, yeah. it's like why change the rules to I, a game that's been around so yeah. long? Well, and you can just kind of play by your own rules unless you get in a Uno tournament, and uh, they probably hold you to it. But yeah, and then when don't even get started on Monopoly because everybody has their own rules when it comes to Monopoly. Oh yeah. Because you know what? Yeah. Those rules are too too darn confusing. They are. But yeah. Hey, we used to get in some uh, good old Monopoly games where they last for days. They could. I mean, they could. if people don't go bankrupt, you just keep going and going and going and going. Yeah. And even if they do, you kind of like, well, I'll loan you. <laughs> I'll loan you some. Let's keep it going. I'll sell you a property. Or, yeah, keep it going. All right, let's get, we've got three movies to get through. Let's start with the first one. I think we decided we're going to go in alphabetical order. And the mm -hmm. three movies we'll be going over are Animal House, Caddyshack, and Animal Johnny House. Dangerously. Yep. Yep. How have you gone your whole life without seeing any of these movies? I think... I could... I think my take on these movies is going to explain exactly why I haven't seen them yeah. up to this point. <laughs> I guess, uh, so you can't complain that I haven't seen The Office. No. You haven't seen any of these movies. Okay. No, I disagree because <laughs> none of these movies were released while I it was existing. I wasn't thought of when they were released. But still, they were, I mean, it's, it's pop culture. I mean, it's like, yeah, you probably heard references from these movies, like at least two of them. Oh, absolutely. Now, one of them is probably lesser known. Well, speaking of, okay, we'll start with Animal House. So okay. uh, Animal House, I knew about the toga party scene and toga, and, toga. and the college sweatshirt and, and different sayings mm. and stuff. But I don't know. I guess they, it, it, those kind of things never drew me to want to actually watch it. I was fine with seeing clips of it. Yeah. But here, let me give a little bit of informa information on National Lampoon's Animal House was released in 1978, rated R, and ran for one hour and 40, 49 minutes. The synopsis is at a 1962 college. Dean Vernon Warmer is determined to expel the entire Delta fraternity, but those troublemakers have other plans for him. Real quick, so everybody's heard the term National Lampoon, but I never mm -hmm. really knew, did you know what national lampoon was i believe it was it used to be a magazine wasn't it yeah yeah there you go yeah, i i just thought it was kind of like it was a group of comedians or something but it was an actual uh mag comedy magazine yeah kind of like mad magazine or exactly yeah along the same lines 
a little bit of info during the 70s and early 80s a few films were made as spin-offs from the original national national lampoon magazine using some of the magazine's creative staff to put together the outline and script and were cast using some of the same actors that performed in uh, the national lampoon radio hour and the stage show national lampoons lemmings the first of the Intercontinental Lampoon movies was a made-for-TV movie called Disco Beaver from Outer Space, broadcast in 78. The second and by far most successful film was Animal House. Others um, included our vacation, European vacation, Christmas vacation. Mm -hmm. And then their most recent production was a documentary movie called in 2015 called Drunk, Stoned, Brilliant, Dead, which was just basically a documentary on how National Lampoon came to be and the movies came to be and all that fun stuff. So, Phil. Yes. Would you call this a favorite movie of yours? Uh, Probably not, no. Not a favorite movie, but... Okay. How many times have you seen it? Um, Several. Okay. I've seen it once and I'll tell you right now. And I, I know my cousin Donnie is listening to this episode because he suggested it. And uh, also uh, my cousin Scott, we were at our family reunion and they all said, you haven't seen these. You need to see them. So I'm just going to be completely honest. I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to think of a scene I actually enjoyed. If just coming from a mid thirties, female watching this movie mm -hmm. i just i did not find it humorous maybe some things the behavior of what's his name uh john belushi, uh, john belushi. his physical comedy i found mm -hmm. hilarious and i think that played really well on snl for him and everything i would have to say he was the best part of the movie yeah but this, like the scene where he's on the ladder looking in the window at the girls and then the scene there are just too many like i feel chauvinistic scenes that just mm -hmm. took away from any parts that might have been funny to me i am sorry donnie and scott i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> and there's just also it seems like a movie that's really geared towards guys just in general and some humor that i just might not find funny yeah and I'm not saying it was a terrible movie and that I wasn't like, I like stopped watching it or anything. It's just, there were some, some things that just were off putting to me and made me enjoy sure. it less than I think other people. Yeah. Kevin Bacon. I think that's one of his first, uh, first, first roles Yeah, was in that, but I think it was big because at the time, because John Belushi was on Saturday Night Live and I, I believe this mm -hmm. is like one of his first movies. So it was, uh, and there was a lot of other uh, actors. Who else was in that? Was it Donald Sutherland in that? He was the um, professor. Yeah, he was a professor. Wait, that's um, the other thing is Tom, I like, I Tom didn't, Balls. that's not one of the scenes that put me off, like where he was smoking marijuana with his students. I wasn't yeah. like put off by that. I mean, it was the seventies. Come on. So I did, I found those kind of scenes kind of funny. Did you recognize Tom Holes? Which one's that? He was Larry. Larry. He was like the main. He put. He was Amadeus. Uh, Amadeus? Rock me, Amadeus. No, no, the movie. Amadeus. Yeah. I know, but they have the song he, in there. Rock me, Amadeus. Right. Oh. Well, I don't think it was in Animal House. 
that was in the 80s. That movie, that, that, uh, Rock Me on My Days, Falco, I think that came out like early 80s. So I don't know him that well. No. Okay. You think it's maybe because he's in movies that I just haven't wanted to watch? Oh, well, that's what I was saying. You, you haven't seen Quasimodo in Hunchback yeah. of Notre Dame. Yeah. <gasps> you never saw Amadeus, like the nope, like Academy Award winning Amadeus. I figured of all people, you would have watched Amadeus. Well, because it's a comedy, it's not like super. Is it meant to be accurate? I know Amadeus isn't a comedy. It's oh, it isn't. I mean, it's been a long time since I've seen it, but I think it was supposed to be now, somewhat mind, accurate. Mind you, it came out in '84. Okay. Uh. And I would have been negative four. Well, I, I think figured that's... being a musical person, you would have probably seen it. Yeah, like maybe that'll be the time. next one I need to watch. Yeah. Uh, Stephen First, Flounder. I've met him. Um, you met him? Where? Mm -hmm. I met him. I think it was in Charleston. Okay. I believe it was there. He was, uh, he was actually at a science fiction convention because he was in Babylon 5. Okay. He, he he played a character, and I just saw him out in the hallway, and we talked for probably 20 minutes, just chit-chat. Oh, that's neat. That's neat when yeah. you have a real interaction and not just like yeah, a fan yeah. interaction. Um, What about, there was one guy that I really, really recognized from, like, let me find his name. He was the guy who came up the stairs on the motorcycle. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, I can see him in my head, but I can't. Well, Karen Allen was in it, too. Mary Lu uh, Mary Louise Weller. Do you, do you recognize Karen Allen? She was in a lot of different things. She was in uh, Indiana Jones, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yes, Marion. She was. Uh, was she Katie? She yeah. played Katie. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I recognize her as soon as she, you you see her at the bar in the fraternity. Which that's the best part about that movie is the fact that that fraternity had their own bar <laughs> with a tap inside of it. Yeah. That was cool. Bruce McGill. Bruce McGill. That's the guy who came up on the motorcycle. Oh, yeah. He's been in a lot of stuff. And I don't know. This is just me. And I understand why people find it funny. But it stressed me out when they were when they were um, messing up the car and just crashing it everywhere. And poor Flounder mm. was borrowing it from a relative. And yeah. I mean, it is funny, but it was for me, it was stressing me out because I would be like flounder. Like, no, don't take the car. I have to take it back unscathed. Yeah. What was your favorite scene, Phil? Uh, hmm. I don't know. I kind of liked it when uh, John Belushi was eating mashed potatoes. <laughs> they said, guess what I am now? A zit. <laughs> I've now I've seen that scene beforehand and it was very interesting as he's going down the food line, him taking all yeah, that food. Just and eating. Just... <laughs> yeah. And that's what I loved about his character was he did that kind of stuff yeah. right in front of the preppy fraternities faces. Like, look, I'm just going to be me. Yeah. yeah. And then the, that one with the, the preppy, he was sitting there playing the guitar all piece. He just picks it up and smashes the guitar. That was kind of funny, but we don't yeah. want your kind here. <laughs> peaceful guitar playing people this is a party here this is a toga yeah. party <laughs> uh yeah no but then there then there was this the scene the scene where you find out she's 13 year old 13 years old later yeah that yeah, <laughs> yeah that, <laughs> i mean yeah 
<laughs> I mean, yeah, some, I think some of the humor back then is well. not. Yeah. yeah, definitely not. I would agree with that. So, uh, yeah, there's definitely certain things in that movie that's not really not appropriate. But and it, it is very sad that John passed away so young. I think he was 33. Yeah. That I think he could have been like a Jack Black before Jack Black's time. You know. Well, have you ever seen the Blues Brothers? Yeah. Okay, you have seen that one. Yeah. Now that they're actually. No, that's Dan Aykroyd, right? Well, that's Dan Aykroyd and John Belushi. But, right. I mean, there's like a ton of people in that as well. I mean, I think uh, I think Aretha Franklin's in it and Carrie Fisher. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there's just it's an all star cast too. Like the whole the whole court hearing, the student mm-hmm. court hearing that was double, double secret probation. <laughs> Yeah, what is that? You literally just made that up now, Dean. On <laughs> <laughs> double secret probation. But I mean, even like if you go back, like Twisted Sister, we're not going to take it. Like mm-hmm. they modeled that video off of video this? for that. Uh, off of off of that, mm-hmm. it has like some of the same actors and. I mean, it was an era. It, it has an era of yeah. people who went on to do tons of other stuff, too. Yeah. It was very impactful for the time. It was very, like I said, it's kind of embedded in pop culture. Right. So hear references from it. So, yeah. Now, can we please discuss the chaos of the parade at the end? Oh, yeah. That that part was probably another one of my favorite parts. Just when they had the big cake float, and he cut it and Eat it's me. like a death mobile. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that that was um, that was memorable. And that's the car. That's the car that they had already ruined. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, John Belushi was just went all piratey. <laughs> and then and then you come to find out, out of all those guys, he becomes a senator. Which uh, that was kind of I think novel at the time too, where kind of during the credits they showed what happened to the characters. Mm-hmm. That was neat. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think that had really been done up until that time. So, yeah, and it's always fun. They pause it on an unflattering shot and then tell you tell you what they became. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and how do you think? I mean, that was impressive. Even if it was just brown water, that was impressive. That John chugged that whole bottle. Yeah. Was it not? All right. Well, there you go. So, for you, what grade would you give it? Um. I don't know. Like, like I said, uh, I don't know. What, what, what would you give it? I want to hear your thoughts. C. C. Yeah. I mean, no, there's nothing wrong. Like I said, it, was, it yeah. really was, it wasn't one of my favorite movies, but it's like something that, like I said, when you were a kid, it was always on HBO and stuff like back and in the early eighties. And that's the thing is I asked a friend uh, about it and she said she, uh, I told her like there's like really inappropriate stuff in it like uh, uh you know there's nude nude scenes and some of the yeah. behavior is inappropriate and I went how did you watch that on TV and now I'm realizing she watched it on TV and it was probably censored in some way yeah or like I said it was HBO or something like that yeah uh that's the only way you could really see movies back in the day uh, right but yeah, you go back to movies like this and it's like we were kind of talking about like a lot of the movies from the 70s and probably 80s 
<laughs> you probably couldn't even make today because there, you know, there's, it, it would be like too controversial or, yeah. you know, it's just like, yeah. And you tend to forget. Cause like, I haven't actually seen animal house and like, it's been a while since I've seen it. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, you kind of, <laughs> I guess you kind of, uh, look at you things. Know, you always think about the more memorable. Yeah. 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 yeah so. Well, and, and if you're yeah. at an age so. where you're not fully understanding those things, you don't, you don't even remember them that way. Like I've watched other movies where like Casper, there are some things they say in Casper, the friendly ghost that yeah. went over my head. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I think I, even a lot of kids cartoons, I mean, because they throw stuff in there. Let's do. Yeah. It's like you don't realize it until you're older. It's like, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then you're oh like, goodness. okay, well, <laughs> that's why it's kind of like they put those things in Disney movies, like things that only the parents will understand that that they know the kids aren't going to pick up on. Yeah. Uh, let us move on. Oh, what grade were you going to give Animal House? Um, I'd probably give it a like a C plus or B minus. Oh. I just, didn't think just yeah i mean I, like like i said i was never a super huge fan of it um yeah. i mean i, I watch it i mean it was like you know kind of like i said because it had its place in pop culture but yeah it was it one that i like i said i've seen it a couple times but it's not something that's like oh my goodness i you know watch I, it. I i watch it all the time and tons i haven't everything memorized yeah 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 no all right so we both let's just say we both gave it a c okay all right. Sorry, Donnie. <laughs> Paging Dr. Weedy. Paging Dr. Weedy. Please report to Muggle with a Mic. Welcome to Muggle with a Mic's Doctor Lounge, where we get medical knowledge and expertise from our resident doctor, Dr. Weedy an actual medical doctor. On today's segment, Dr. Weedy discusses a scene from Caddyshack. Finally, a movie that I am familiar with and a scene I remember well. In Caddyshack, the bishop starts around as some ominous weather begins moving in. When Mr. Richards, a club director, recommends delaying his game until the weather blows over, the bishop's caddy, Carl Spackler, suggests the bishop keep playing, believing the heavy stuff isn't going to come down for a while. The bishop has the round of his life and is on pace to break the club record when he misses the record-setting putt on his final hole. Emphasis on the word final. He raises his arms and his putter to the sky and exclaims, Rat fart! He is then struck by lightning and collapses to the ground. Carl drops the bishop's golf bag and slinks off, leaving the bishop sprawled on the green. The big questions are, was the bishop dead? And if so, why? On average, humans are struck by lightning around 240,000 times a year worldwide. Of these, approximately 20,000 will die. Over the last 50 years, lightning strikes are the number two weather-related cause of death in the U.S., second to flooding. It is important to note 
that U.S. deaths from lightning strikes have been steadily decreasing over the years. As evidenced by the above worldwide estimates, 85 to 90% of people who are struck by lightning will survive, which makes me think Carl should have evaluated the bishop a little more closely before running off. Dying from a lightning strike is almost always from the heart stopping or breathing being disrupted. Most people know that our nervous system is essentially an electrical system. This electrical system, consisting of the brain and the nerves, controls our breathing and heart rate. Lightning is a massive source of electricity. If you have ever been accidentally zapped by household electricity, you were shocked by 120 volts and 30 amps of electricity. Being struck by lightning involves around 300 million volts and 30,000 amps. This essentially short circuits the areas of the nervous system that controls breathing and the heartbeat and can stop both of them. The majority of the time, as shown by the survival rate of lightning strikes, breathing and the heartbeat are not interrupted or they resume on their own. However, in fatal lightning strikes, breathing and heartbeat do not resume or they resume after such a long period of time that there is damage to the brain and heart that the victim cannot recover from. The other less common cause of death from a lightning strike is trauma. With such a large amount of electricity applied to the nervous system, and therefore the muscles of the body can cause such violent muscle contractions that the body can literally be thrown a short distance, causing significant trauma. Or the contractions themselves can cause serious trauma to the bones and internal organs. Think of a lightning-induced Vecna's curse, a la Stranger Things. Nice, nice connection there, Dr. Weedy. In continuation, was the bishop dead? It's impossible to say. Statistically speaking, he easily could have survived. If he did die, then he most certainly died from cardiac and respiratory arrest. That being said, I hold Carl Spackler somewhat responsible, as a timely evaluation and intervention could have increased the odds of the bishop surviving. I will wrap up this discussion with an interesting fact that I discovered while researching this topic. Burns are not a significant issue with lightning strikes. A lightning strike lasts only 30 microseconds or 31 millionths of a second. It is such a small period of time that there is not enough time for even the massive amount of electrical energy in a bolt of lightning to cause significant burn damage. In closing, I want the listeners to know the best way to avoid injury from a lightning strike is to avoid being struck at all. <laughs> Always use common sense when a storm is approaching. For example, don't play golf in a thunderstorm and educate yourself on other do's and don'ts of avoiding lightning strikes. There you go, guys. That's our segment of the Doctor's Lounge with Dr. Weedy. Thank you so much. Let's get back to the episode. Hey, Muggle with a Mic listeners. Have you heard about an app called Newsly? Newsly is an all-in-one audio super app for iOS and Android. It picks up the most trending articles on the web on topics you choose at any given moment and reads them to you in a natural human voice. You can follow any topic as specific as you like from sports, tech, business, science, Bitcoin, or even 
if you are so inclined, the Kardashians. It will find you the latest articles and read them to you aloud. The entire web becomes listenable for the first time, all in one place. Browse articles from topics you choose and start playing. And they have podcasts as well. Explore trending podcasts from over 80 countries. Muggle with a Mic is there too. They even have digital radio. Download and use Newsly for free now from Newsly, that's N-E-W-S-L-Y dot M-E, or from the link in our episode description, and use promo code MUGGLE and receive a one-month free premium subscription. Stop scrolling. Start listening. Newsly. Okay, moving on to our second film, uh, Caddyshack, released in 1980. Yeah. It's rated R as well, and it ran for an hour and 38 minutes. An exclusive golf course has to deal with a brash new member and a destructive dancing gopher. Mm-hmm. So this, uh, I forgot to say what the other one was directed by, but this is directed by Harold Ramis, who is actually... Egon from from Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters, yeah, and who passed away uh, a year or two ago. Mm-hmm. It also stars Chevy Chase, Rodney Dangerfield, and Bill Murray, which are two, yeah. three huge names. Uh, again, this is a movie where uh, alum like from Saturday Night Live mm-hmm. alumni, uh, you know, cast members that fresh off Saturday Night Live jump in. Right. Do some of these classic movies. So. It was an era, and, an era of yeah, movie and yeah, comedy. It was, and of course, the theme song is Kenny Loggins. I had no when that song came on. I was like, "This movie is not. It's too old to have this song in it." I didn't realize that song was that old. Yeah, Kenny Loggins actually he did a lot of stinking movie soundtracks back in the day. Stinking Pop Gun movie. and yeah, stinking movies. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, he did. He did a few, quite a few. Yeah, I mean, he right knows what he's doing. Days. Um, no, when that when that came on right away, I was like, "Well, wow, oh, this is cool. This is super cool. I'm all right." But I okay. So, did you love this movie when it came out? Did you see it when it came out, or were you too young? I, I think I, I caught it on HBO when I was a kid. Okay, because I would have been, yeah. I wasn't old enough to see an R-rated movie back then, but in the theater. But <laughs> I, I literally, I've never seen this. I know the classic gopher scenes and you know the classic one-liners from this again, but never knew the basis for the story. Now, I looked up some stuff on this. Harold mm-hmm. Ramis intended it to be a coming-of-age movie, but when mm-hmm. they kept getting bigger and bigger actors like Chevy and Rodney and Bill. Um, Ted Knight he, was in it too. Yes. But when he was getting all these, he, it, he, it just gradually morphed into a comedy movie focused on the co- comedians, not on the younger characters, yeah. which it was meant to initially. Do you think it's, it would have been better as a coming of age or do you think that it, of course it did great. Probably not. It probably wouldn't have had it, uh, got its foothold in 
pop culture like pop culture like this one did if it was uh if it was a coming of age movie yeah now if you're they they had a sequel to this caddyshack too and i think uh dan Aykroyd actually played bill murray's character in that oh i can't remember because i think i've only seen that once but i think let me look it up because i'm pretty sure maybe i'm just delusional well I'm ted knight sure. when he was same... when ted knight was in this he said he got a little bit annoyed with the comedians like he thought they didn't they weren't taking it seriously yeah. enough which they're comedians come on <laughs> yeah <laughs> what do you expect but he he passed away shortly after this movie but he was man he was a well-known actor and he served in world war ii all kinds of all kinds of stuff. Michael O'Keefe, yeah. who plays the young kid, he said he couldn't step on a golf course for decades after this movie. Yeah, oh, I bet. Dan Aykroyd, he was in Caddyshack too, and he he played a separate character, but I think it was kind of similar. It was supposed to be kind of familiar, but um, like a cousin, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, okay. So my 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 overall with this movie, it was. I liked it. it I, I found it funny, but it still had some airs of Animal House, which I found off-putting mm -hmm. at times, especially like the scene with Chevy and the massage. No, thank you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, I think I think most movies from like so back in the day, that was the mm -hmm. in, in that era. I mean, you're you're gonna get some of that because it's just yeah that time. You know that was. It was, we're coming right off or... the heels of the 70s. So, yeah. 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 I had a thought. I can't remember what I was going to say. I'm so sorry. What was uh, your thought, Phil? No, that's okay. I, I need remember. to know. I mean, so, but you liked it better than Animal House. Yes. So, what, what, what grade would you give it? I'd give this one a B. Okay. But it, not fair. a B plus and not a B negative or B minus. B negative. Be negative. Don't, don't, don't be negative. I'm being negative. Don't be negative. <laughs> um, my two most enjoyable parts of this entire film was Bill Murray with the gopher mm -hmm. and Rodney Dangerfield. I just love Rodney's character. Yeah. He was the same as John Belushi in Animal House. He was who he was, and he was not changing for anybody. And I loved it. And with his golf bag, his yeah. huge golf bag with the TV in it, I'm sorry. Can we buy those? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd agree with that. I mean, I think that those two were probably the best. They kind of, they, they were the shiny pennies. Yeah. Like in the movie. Now, yeah. I'm wondering, I'm watching this at my age now, and I'm wondering it had I watched it 10, 15 years ago, I didn't really enjoy the story of the younger teens. I and it's supposed to be yeah. called Caddyshack because you're following the caddies, but you were hardly ever in the in the Caddyshack. So I don't know because I enjoyed the stories of the older characters, the the like adults, yeah. not the teenagers. I don't know if that was intended or if it's just because of the age I am. Now, did you did you ever see um, did you ever see Stripes? Bill Murray was in that, and there was a lot of you know kind of all star cast in that, and that oh, came see, out. I missed that whole and... era. I mean, I know about them, yeah. but I've never I've never had the want to watch it. Sure. Should I watch that next yeah. film? Uh, you could watch it. See what you think. Let me know. 
Well, Donnie had a chance to list all of these movies, and he only said three. <laughs> but no, I there are some movies of that era that I'll watch over again. I don't think I'd watch these over again, though. Yeah. What was your favorite? What was your favorite character in this? The Gopher. <laughs> no, I think. I mean, I think I liked that. Bill Bill Murray. Okay. He was the most memorable. I mean, but I think his part wasn't supposed to be that big, but then because of he's Bill Murray, because he was so great on yeah. screen, uh, it just his part got bigger and bigger and bigger. Now, did you know that the puppet for the Gopher, they contacted I think Jim Henson's team, his team to try to make yeah. one, and they helped them develop it and. That's why they used a puppet rather than a gopher. Because it was more, it's more comedic if you use the puppet gopher. I mean, come on. Oh, yeah. I'd agree with that. Yeah. yeah. Okay, can we talk about a scene? I need to know. On a scale of 0 to 10, how funny was the candy bar scene? Oh, uh, the, the baby Ruth? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, are you asking, like, the 10-year-old me? or? <laughs> Give me both. Give me both. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I always thought it was kind of funny. Okay. But so you I, didn't think it was funny? Was that too uh, too lowbrow humor for you? I Again, <laughs> I don't judge anyone if they thought it was funny. To me, no. It was because if that, first of all, in my mind, I'm thinking, how the heck do they think that's real? But it did. It actually did look real. Yeah. But then my other thought, I don't know. I just, I think I think about it too much. And comedy, you're not yeah. supposed to think about things too much. <laughs> you aren't. <laughs> now, it is quite funny because if that actually happened, parents would go and swipe, like, sweep the their children out of the pool. <laughs> yeah. Because if that was real, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> And then you'd have to bleach the pole. And then yeah. remind yeah, yeah, me, did somebody take a bite of it when they picked it up? He I did. Can't... Like uh, uh, Bill Murray was, I believe. That's right. Cleaning the... the pool when he got there. And he's like, hey. That's right. <laughs> Took a bite out of it. Yeah. Oh, no. I, and he had no hesitation. He didn't think to say, hey, guys, it's a candy bar. Let me prove it. No, he just yeah. took the bite. <laughs> oh, that's That's fun. probably one of the most memorable parts of the movie. Mm -hmm. honestly they didn't need which like i said initially they thought it was going to be for teen the teenagers spot yeah like in the spotlight but they didn't need the teenager story do you think no nah, probably not yeah well like you said it was originally supposed to be they were supposed to be the focus and it just kind of morphed into now yeah. i won't say it now, but we do. We're gonna have a little segment, or we already have had a segment. I don't know where I'm editing it into, but our medical expert, Doctor Weedy, is analyzing medically the lightning bolt scene with the bishop. Mm. What were your thoughts okay. on that when he was golfing in the rain? I'm trying to remember. Uh, Bill Murray is his caddy. Yeah, I remember, and I remember he got struck by lightning. I have to. I need to go watch that scene i have a question so would you yeah. do you golf phil i used to golf okay what's your handicap um i don't because when i say i used to golf it was like before 
my son was born. He's like 22 now. Okay. <laughs> so, I mean, I used to play some. The only golfing I do now is miniature golfing. Hey, that you got to work on your short game. I know. You got to you got to work on that short game and actually just played I was in Florida. I played and usually I win, but I I, I lost. Nice. What was your longest time, drive? Yeah, so. And you mean really golfing? Yeah, or well, miniature the, golfing in Florida. What was your longest drive in Florida recently? Um, I don't know. I did get a hole in one. Hey, on a yeah. par what? I don't know. It was like a par. It was like two or three. It was miniature golf. Oh, but I'm sorry. Yeah. The, so yeah, the golfing no. you did in Florida wasn't real golf. It was putt putt. No, it was yeah, it was his putt putt. I'm sorry, I golf. thought you meant like, real golf. How long? I, I don't know. It was about. It was through the alligator's mouth and um, yeah. You banked it off the windmill. <laughs> yeah, actually, we did. Uh, well, then that would make no sense. They have two. They have two, drive two golf courses. They have two golf courses, and one's like uh, alien space theme, and one's like a haunted house theme we did the haunted house one this time so did you wear your nostromo hat i didn't i didn't wear my nostromo hat well i'll i'll toot my own little horn i when i do golf which i have i'm not like i don't golf a lot but when i i have i believe my longest drive was 200 yards nice yeah for a girl have you ever watched uh i'm gonna i'm gonna challenge you with a movie if you haven't seen it have you seen happy gilmore Okay, no, <laughs> but I know okay. there's a hockey puck involved, and yeah. see, yeah, it's right Bob up Barker. your alley because you like you like hockey. <laughs> you do. like golf. I do. You like Bob Barker. I like The Price Is Right. <laughs> you like The Price Is Right. <laughs> now uh, I have seen that like on TV, but I've never seen it all the way through. Oh, well, we're, next episode, we're going to do Happy Gilmore. Okay, Phil, we got a lot planned in the future, but we I will. I what if we do a Stripes and a Happy Gilmore? Okay. Okay, so at some point, but we have we have a Halloween one. We're going to do a Christmas one. We're doing an Andor episode. And then I also have it lined up for us to do something with another podcast. We got a lot. We got, we're so busy. Can, we're so can, busy, I, can I pick the Christmas movie? Well, we were gonna do what we what we were planning what was we're gonna, we're, do? We're gonna have Nick Reynolds remember. back on. Yes, we're gonna, we're gonna do, do our favorite picking? holiday, whether that be Thanksgiving or Christmas, but holiday television episodes. Okay. From anything you can do, like Seinfeld, you can do uh, uh, South Park. It's the whole spectrum. Doctor Who. You could do Doctor Who. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, I need to come up with the trivia quiz this time, and you two need to be pitted against each other. Okay. I'll lose if we're talking Nick. He's a TV expert. Yeah. And a uh, fun fact, guys, he was just on Law and & Order, and he I believe, if I read it correctly on his Facebook post, I believe he was walking down the streets of New York and someone recognized him from the show. So, like, when you're on Law & Order, people people know you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that was yeah. a fun fact. But we, we plan to have Nick on. That's going to be tough. I'm going to have to really think about my favorite Christmas episodes. Because they used to have a new Christmas episode every year on Doctor Who. I don't think I kind of dipped out. Okie dokie. Um, so uh, Caddyshack. Yeah. 
I gave it a B, B neutral. Yeah, I would give it a B. See, we're okay. lining up. I think we're lining up on these. Yeah. Um, I'm not being, my criticism might be harsh, but my grading is on point. Yeah. 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 Sorry again, Donnie. <laughs> now, what do you what do you think about? Okay, so last movie we're going to talk about um, mm -hmm. Johnny Dangerously. Yes. Um, now, this movie, I remember seeing it back in the 80s when it came out, maybe a year or two after it was out. And this one, it kind of surprised me that, you know, your cousin had recommended this one because I don't think it was really that mainstream mm -hmm. uh, back in the day. I don't remember it being like a really big movie. I did see it back in the day, but um, it just wasn't. It wasn't like mainstream. I, said, it wasn't I mean, the same, it's I read kind of same caliber as it. other two. The critics did not have good things to say about this, but I really truly feel like this became like a fan favorite. Like people who people who watched it, yeah, like kind of a cult cult uh favorite. Yeah. Cult. But it did have, I mean, it has an all-star cast. I mean, it has stinking. Well, here, let me read Danny let me read it real quick. Johnny Dangerously came out in 1984, rated PG-13. It ran for an hour and 30 minutes. Set in the 1930s, an honest, good-hearted man is forced to turn to a life of crime to finance his neurotic mother's skyrocketing medical bills. Directed by Amy Heckerling, uh, stars Michael Keaton, Joe Piscopo, Mary Lou Henner, and many, many more. Uh, Danny DeVito's mm -hmm. in it. So, yeah, go for it, Phil. Sorry. Just wanted to do that. No, no. I, I mean, it has... A a ton of people and it's again it's another one of those movies that it was born from saturday night live comedians i mean yeah <laughs> um dom i was watching the trailer for it and they even dom dom de louise was uh -huh. in it uh which he was big back you know smoking the band and a lot of those movies back from the 80s uh late 70s early 80s you ever see cannonball run have you ever seen that that movie another uh movie that's just all-star Cast had like Burt Reynolds, uh, yeah. Dom DeLuise, uh, Sammy Davis Jr. I mean, Jackie Chan was in one of them. I feel like this Roger one. Roger Moore. An, I feel like this one had an air of Robin Hood Men in Tights. Yeah, it yeah. did. It yeah. was very, yeah, I would agree with that. Because that had Dom in it too. Yeah. Well, okay, so here's my general take on it. Okay. It was my favorite out of all three. Okay. I have a soft place in my heart for Michael Keaton because he's a Pittsburgh boy. I'm the Batman. And he's the Batman. <laughs> he's the Batman. He's the best Batman. I don't care what anyone... I mean, I know that everyone says it too, but he truly is yeah. the best Batman. I think he's the best Batman. And this is five years before he played Batman. I know. It's so it's so it's so crazy. But uh I did like it because I I love the era of the 30s and the 40s and that kind of stuff. And the the way they did the comedy and everything was really good. Michael's demeanor for this character was perfect. Yeah. And I I did, I just I found it I laughed a few times at it. So that means that I thought it was funny. Yeah. yeah. It was like I said. It was it was different. It's it's one of those movies. I don't think it was really super mainstream. It was more mm -hmm. of a. I think they wanted it to be definitely because I, I, like I said, I watched the trailer before we got on here just to like see how they advertised it and they threw out you know hey I'm uh, Joe Piscopo from Saturday Night Live and right I mean they they really kind of use that to advertise it. 
Well, and it looks like the release date was December 21st. So it looks like that was a holiday movie. Had you ever heard of this movie? I mean, you had heard of Caddyshack and you probably heard of Animal House, but had you ever heard of Johnny Dangerously? Never heard of it. And I was so excited to see Michael Keaton in a role like this. Like he's been in other yeah. comedies and stuff, but this was, this was really like slapstick and yeah. uh, stereotypical of the time. Like gangsters stuff like that uh the the, the scene mm -hmm. i love the scene when he's trying to escape the prison and they keep changing the shelf paper on the car <laughs> do you yeah. remember that part mm -hmm. <laughs> they're changing outfits and then finally the last one that they have is duck paper all over the car that i did find that funny it's interesting going back and watching uh early movies that you know, established actors are in and seeing them before they really kind of got famous. I mean, oh, I Peter know, like, Boyle, who played the dad yeah, from Everybody Loves Raymond. Yeah, he was also. Have you ever seen Young Frankenstein? You've never seen Young Frankenstein? Oh my goodness! There are a lot of movies I've seen that you oh, haven't seen, but they're probably not like really good movies. <laughs> Is that the uh, next Young one? Frankenstein is definitely, yeah, it's, um, we should do it for Halloween. Young hey, Frankenstein. Let's suggest it here. Let me message John while we're on here. Okay. See what he let's, said. Let's, let's lock this down. <laughs> You'll hear it first right here on Muggle with a Mic. Let me see. Young Frankenstein's a classic. Mel Brooks. Is that um, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? Is he in it? Willy Wonka? Yeah, Mel uh yeah yeah you, you mean uh gene wilder yes yes, yes. <laughs> who is married to gilda radner who was on saturday night live hey that would be a good one because that's a classic and i have never yes. seen it yeah you haven't seen it and i think that you would like it oh the other thing about this johnny dangerously immediately when the movie started playing i was like is that weird al yeah, it's a theme. He does a theme song. Yeah, and I, I was like, that can't be him. And then on the, I love the intro graphics, um, because it showed like, and then it transitioned into the live action scene, which was really neat. But they, it came up music by Weird Al, and I was like, oh, that's so cool. Well, that's something, I mean, we might have to do a future episode on that, too, because it, did you watch the the Weird Al movie with Daniel Radcliffe? I have not, but I heard it's not, like, completely I heard accurate. Anything. Well, what movie is? I mean... That's true. I mean, if it's Hollywood has its fingers on it, it's probably not too accurate, but right. I haven't heard anything about it, whether it's good, whether it's bad, but I just know that uh, Daniel Radcliffe's in it. Have you seen pictures of him? I've as... seen pictures. He's got the wig on. And Weird, Weird yeah. Al, I think, actually let him use his 
accordion in the movie. I don't know if all oh, the wow. time, but I think his, I know that Daniel got to play his accordion at one point. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And I, I mean, I'll watch it. I'm a big Daniel Radcliffe fan. I think he's a very down to earth person. Everybody who works with him says he's really nice and kind and everything. And I, I mean, that's amazing when someone grows up in the atmosphere that he grew up in to maintain humility, humbleness, and kindness. Yeah. Now, oh, here's John. He said, "What about Werewolf by I know Night?" He's say yes. It's on Disney Plus. I oh, haven't watched well, that, it yet. Isn't that, that's a series, though, isn't it? Isn't that a whole series? It's from Marvel, he says. Yeah, that's all about all I know is it's from Marvel, and I think it's a series, but I'm not sure. Here we go. Television film. Oh, okay. Nope. I figured oh, he yeah. would have been oh, all over. Oh, it looks over. cool, Phil. It's like it looks black and white on a dark. Here we go. Ready? <clears throat> I'll get real serious and scary. Here's the synopsis for it. In a world where... <laughs> On a dark and somber night, a secret cabal of monster hunters emerge from the shadows and gather at the Bloodstone Temple, following the death of their leader. The attendees are thrust into a mysterious and deadly competition for a powerful relic. That sounds good. Cool. Yeah. I figure he would have been all over Young Frankenstein now. Why, why don't we ask him? We'll say, we'll, why don't we say we'll watch that one, but we'll okay. reference, we'll also talk about Young Frankenstein a little bit. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. I like that kind of surprised me, a werewolf by night, because, you know, being a Marvel and, and on Disney, I figured you would have been slammed with 100 ads for it. But, right. I haven't really heard much about it. Especially around Halloween. I, I don't know how it fits into the Marvel Universe or anything. I mean, I just kind of... I was reading about it the other day. I'm like, oh. Uh, there, there, IMDb has a 7.5 out of 10. 91 on Rotten mm -hmm. Tomatoes, which take that as you as you wish. Interesting. Well, yeah, we can check that out and see, see what we think. Um, yeah. Let's get back to uh, a couple more things on Johnny Dangerously. And then I have a quiz about michael keaton because i love michael okay keaton. he's batman he's That's batman every, every every answer <laughs> oh there we go we don't have to do the quiz because what about That's beetlejuice nice. did you like did you like beetlejuice i did like beetlejuice when i was younger okay. i watched that movie so many times i'm shocked because it's kind of scary but um like the thing with the shrunken head and uh yeah. the, just the the scariness of it but yeah no i watch that movie over and over yeah, okay. Don't say it three times, though. Beetlejuice. No, don't fail. Phil! That was, they, at Universal <laughs> Studios, they used to have the Beetlejuice uh, graveyard review. It was like a, it was like really awesome, and they, they kind of quit doing it, but they did it for years and years and years. It was yeah. all live actors, and they had, uh, like, Frankenstein, but they all, and Wolfman, and, and um, The Bride, and mm -hmm. Frankenstein played the guitar, guitar, and I mean, because they all, I mean, they did, like, different songs and stuff but he, he like controlled them um they it was the just neat they had a lot of just rock songs that's but, cool you know beetle just took took uh control of them and changed them i don't know wolfman was like a break dancer and stuff i mean it was like cool it was like a that's good cool. show i wish they'd bring that back but oh yeah that would be neat um real quick what about maroney the villain competitor gangster guy from Johnny Dangerously mispronouncing swear words. Yeah. Yeah. 
that that's the thing that sticks out most especially when i was a kid it was just like what did he just say <laughs> he didn't yeah. say what you thought he said <laughs> <laughs> no that's how they kept their pg-13 rating yeah um and then i'm going through the pictures here real quick his brother becoming da the uh cigarette case saving everyone's life mm -hmm. but his had bubble gum in it see it's that kind of stuff i i found those things memorable as opposed to the other movies, this one I just I just found. I guess it it's slightly cleaner as well, and maybe that's why I enjoyed it as well. But it's different. I mean, mm -hmm. it's just different. All right. Well, there we go. Johnny Dangerously. What what grade would you give it, Phil? Uh B minus. Okay. I don't know. What would you give it? I gave it an A minus. An A minus. Okay. Yeah. Because I I did enjoy it. I enjoyed it too. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just like, I think of like other comedies that I would give an A and it's just like, mm, I, you know, there's other things I like so much more, but I mean, it was, it was a good movie. Okay. I gave it a, so. a 90.0. How about that? Oh, you, okay. You're getting all technical. You're, you're, <laughs> you're, you're really pinpointing. Okay. It's on the cusp of a B plus. Yeah. There you go. Uh, all right. So let's do a Michael Keaton quiz real quick. Uh, okay. Are you ready? Yeah, I guess so. Because I hear it thundering outside and I'm very scared we might like lose a connection. Okay. Yes, it is. It is storming. All right. I've got six questions. I know it would be really nice to have five, but I put an extra one in there for fun. Michael Keaton quiz. What is Michael Keaton's real name? Batman. <laughs> I almost want to give you a point just for that. <laughs> Bruce Wayne. No, no. I, I have options if you'd like options. Okay. Yeah, give me options. Okay. A, Michael Jackson. B, Michael Douglas. C, Diane Keaton. Or D, Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton. You think his real name is Michael Keaton? Yeah. When I've asked, when the whole point of the question is, what's his real name? Yeah. That's wrong. <laughs> really? His name is, oh, Michael, is it Michael Douglas. Jackson? Michael Douglas. Really? Michael Douglas? So. Wow. It, no wonder it, he changed it because there's a. Well, there was that and there was another. There were two people when he became an actor. There were two people in the Actors Guild named Michael Douglas. One was like a a producer or something some not an actor but the other one was the michael douglas we all know so you yeah. would think that he like keaton is his mother's maiden name or something like that no he said he flipped open the phone book and pointed <laughs> oh, wow that's pretty funny he said the i i don't know i think he was thinking of using the name jackson he truly was because Michael Jackson wasn't big at the time, I don't think. But he did not choose Michael Jackson. Well, well I mean, he would be. I wonder what time, what, what year that Actually, was. Actually, I mean, that might be because the Jackson Five. He might have chosen it purposely, yeah. not because of Jackson, because of the Jackson Five. But yeah. yeah, so he his first option was Michael Jackson. His second one was Michael Keaton. That's yeah. That I did not know that. I thought it was a trick question because all those were other star names. So. I know. See? So I did good on Tricky. tricking you. Yeah. 
I'm still gonna go with Bruce Wayne. What I I will give you half a point. How about that? Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> All right. Question two. On what television show did Michael start his career as a production assistant and the role of flying zucchini brother? Uh, the Muppet Show. No. Would you like multiple choice? No. Okay. Yeah. A, Sesame Street. B, The Muppet Show. C, Mickey Mouse Club. Or D, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Sesame Street. No. I mean, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Yes! Yeah, see? I will give you half a point on that as well. Because you got, you guessed everything except the last one. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood was produced by Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania public broadcaster WQED okay. and Rogers' non-profit production company, Family Communications. And... Michael's from Pittsburgh. Mr. Yeah. Rogers is from Latrobe, which is the area where my mother was born. My mother actually met Mr. Rogers. We can save that story for another episode. Whoa. But um, yeah, but yeah, so that's the connection there. Is he that he lived in that area? So he worked for Mr. Rogers. That the Flying Zucchini Brothers just sounds like something that would be on the Muppet Show. Though. It does. It does. You have to admit. No, I again, I threw you off. <laughs> yes, you did. You're very tricky. <laughs> it's tricky, tricky, tricky. Okay, question three. Run DMC going on. <laughs> what special clause did Michael add to his Batman contract? The Santa Claus. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's a good one, though. Um, and I just need a one-word answer. Would you like to hear the multiple choice? Yes. It was either a clause about A, baseball, B, religion, C, family, or D, health. I think it's either family or health. Um, Just keep in mind that I, I'm focusing on the fact of where he's from. Okay. So your, and what, what was... Your options are baseball, religion, family, or health. Oh, uh, baseball. Yeah. <laughs> Keaton in a pit is a Pittsburgh boy and keeping that in mind, body and soul. He wrote a blog on ESPN about the Pittsburgh pirates during their 2013 season and even had a clause in his Batman contract stating that he could take a break from the film. If the pirates made it to the playoffs, unfortunately they did not. Hmm. <laughs> well, that's uh like Jack Nicholson was a big fan of Prince, and that's why Prince did the soundtrack because oh, he said Prince needs to do the soundtrack. And he danced Who's gonna to argue it with, uh, in, the, Jack... in the one scene yeah. with the paint. Yeah, who's yeah. going to argue with Jack Nicholson? Not me. Yeah, I mean, have you Not seen the, the Departed? <laughs> uh, have I seen that? I don't know. Philip. Well, now we're even. Yeah, huh? I may have seen it. I'm trying to think. That's a good one. I like. Where the did Departed. that come out? That was like 2006, I think, somewhere around then. Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, that's a good one. I've seen a lot of Jack Nicholson. Uh, also, don't confuse him with the golfer, Jack Nicholas. 
Art, which I was going to connect it to Latrobe. Jack Nicholas played with Arnie Palmer, who's from Latrobe, which is where Mr. Rogers is from. Who is, uh, who do you think played the best Joker? Well, I mean, since we're talking about him, <laughs> he's the one I think of. Everyone in that film is the one mm. I think of. When I think of Keaton as Batman and I, lots of thunder. Can you hear it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think of Keaton yeah. as Batman and Nicholas as Joker. And yeah. I, I, he has to be like one of the best jokers. I mean, Heath Ledger was good too, but yeah. I don't know. Something but iconic Heath about is, Jack Nicholson. Heath was good, but just the what happened is just very sad. Yeah. After that role. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Question four. What country awarded Michael with the role of Officer of the Order of Arts and Letters? A. Canada. B, Gotham City. Eng <laughs> B, England, C, France, or D, Germany? I'm going to say France. Good job. Wee oui, wee. Oui. Yay. Absolutely. Uh, oh. I, I, I did not take French. I took Spanish. Trabian. Trabian. Is it absolument? Uh. Is that how you say it? Absolument. Sure. <laughs> Oh, I did not take French. Gracias. De nada. ¿Cuál es tu nombre? Anyway, okay. Pues, por favor. Sí, sí. Okay, funny story about my mom real quick. She was ordering it at the local uh, Mexican restaurant, El Toril. This was years ago. And the menu options are letters, not numbers, or A, B, C, D, E, F. And she ordered option C, mm -hmm. and the waiter wanted to confirm. C. He went C, C, and she went C, C. <laughs> That's funny. I can he, see your mom doing that. Oh, yeah. He laughed, which we knew. We knew him. We go to church with him, but it was still funny. Okay. Question five. That's funny. Which of the following is not one of the roles Michael turned down? So he turned down all of these except for which one. Which is not a role? Yeah. So okay. all these movies I'm about to say he was not in, but all of them but one he turned down. Except for the one he was in. No, no. There's oh, all of these okay. he's not in, but you have to tell me which one he was not offered. Okay. Okay. A, The Fly. Okay. B, Ghostbusters. C, Groundhog Day. Or D, Caddyshack. I'm gonna say Ghostbusters or Caddyshack. Yeah, you get a half a point. Okay. <laughs> well, the reason I was saying Ghostbusters is because that was, you know, that was kind of a, that Early. core group. I guess he maybe offered like another another part, but you know, like Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd, and they were all on kind of Saturday Night Live together. Well, so he was, then, I, if I remember it correctly, he was offered Venkman. Oh, um, really? Okay. And that's... so Venkman, I mean, Harold Ramis might, oh, no, wait, what, is that? Was just going to direct and. Yeah, yeah that's he, what I'm thinking. Uh, no, uh, no. No, that no, was Venkman, Egon. Venkman was uh, Bill Murray. Yeah, that's right. But Peter I Venkman. think it was Venkman that he was offered. Oh, well. I, I may be wrong. That. I don't know. But anyway, he was offered The Fly, Jeff Goldblum, which is another Pittsburgh boy. Have you seen The Fly? 
I've seen bits and pieces. I have not seen the whole thing because I think I remember I started watching it in high school and it freaked me out too much. Yeah. I then, no, wait, actually, yeah, like I have Goldblum. seen it because the end scene isn't he like a fly and then he gets swat? He gets a giant uh, fly swatter. They spank him with it. You've been a naughty boy. You've been a naughty fly. Then I've seen it. It's just been so long ago. Smack, smack, smack. No, he doesn't get flooded. You're you're thinking of uh, that's probably like the original. Oh, um, so that's not with what Vincent happened. Price. No, that's not what happened. That's what I was joking around. That's what should have happened. <laughs> he should have. Is the no, end he was scene big... like in a park? No, it's in his apartment. What am I thinking of? I don't know that. You're probably thinking of the original. Because original, oh. there was, I think, a fly that had Vincent Price's head and uh, yes. he got swatted. But, but that's this what one, I'm no. remembering. Definitely not. Okay. So. Well, because he was like, a, that's what I'm laughing because he's like this, you know, big eight foot monster. And so oh, I'm going to get you with a fly swatter. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it's called The Fly. Anywho, okay. That's like another good movie. A good Question. Halloween episode. I feel like that one's too weird to watch. I think Eric Stoltz was in the second one. Fly, what? Fly too. Marty McFly. Eric. Yeah. Oh. I think it was. I think that's who it was. I don't know. Interesting. All right. Qu final question. Question six. What is one of Michael's favorite hobbies? Fly fishing, racing, photography, or painting? I was going to say fly fishing is probably wrong. So is that your answer? Yeah. That's that correct. One? That's what popped into my brain. The very Because uh, we were just talking about you the said fly. It before you even read answers. Yeah. So you got I was gonna say, four and a half points. I was going to say cruising Gotham City in the Batmobile. That as well. Watching yeah. pi the Pirates lose every season. Literally, I don't know how they're still a, an actual baseball team. I, and I'm sure Michael questions that every day as well. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's address this directly to my cousin, Donnie. To summarize, Katie only liked mm -hmm. one of the three movies, but she acknowledges why everyone likes all of them. Yeah. What do you say? What do you say to Donnie, Phil? No, I mean, like I said, I... You know, I kind of saw them back when they first came out. So, I mean, I don't know. It's kind of hard for me to like, like I said, they aren't really my favorite movies, but. Um, you are kinda, accidentally biased. Up, yeah. I mean, I kind of grew up watching them and knowing all the references and stuff. So, like yeah. I said, it's not movies I'd watch over and over again, but I saw them when I was, I was younger. So, you know, kind of seeing them as a kid, you kind of have a different take. You just kind of remember the. Like I said, eating the baby Ruth bar. And <laughs> and as a kid, that's hilarious. It is. So they were good movies of their time. They're still good movies, but yeah. I, Katie just doesn't find them as hilarious. Except for Johnny Dangerously. Yeah. I like that one. Yeah. And I'm glad, I'm glad he suggested that one because the other two I knew about never heard of Johnny. So it was, yeah. it was worth it to see Johnny Dangerously. All right, so a couple little plugs real quick before we end the episode. I'm going to try to do these this every so often. Go check out our YouTube channel. Like, subscribe, comment, share. Go find us on Facebook. Find us on TikTok. Find us on Twitter. 
find us on Instagram. We're all over the place. And then also just listen to the episodes. Oh, we also, Phil, mm -hmm. a little quick announcement. I am running for our local maestro for a moment, which I is, saw that. Yeah, which is yeah. a local competition here that we know about every year. They do it to raise money for we're very from, from a very small town and they actually have their own symphony. They've had the symphony there since I was a kid. I started in the youth string program. So we do a competition, a fundraiser to raise money for uh, the symphony to continue and help them out. So all the proceeds go to them and whoever raises the most money gets to go up on stage and conduct, conduct the symphony at the Christmas concert and they get to conduct sleigh ride. That's awesome. That's awesome. Sleigh yeah. ride's the best. Yeah. Are you going to use uh, your uh, like Harry Potter wand to conduct it? They provided me with They've a baton. I had yeah. that as a thigh, and also you can get lightsaber batons. So I have many. Options. I would switch it out and be like, boop, boop, boop. <laughs> it's like magic. It'll change. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, if anyone would like to donate, I've got a. I'm going to add a QR code here to the bottom of the screen. You could scan that and donate directly to me. There are two other candidates, so the competition is stiff. So any amount is greatly appreciated. All right. There you go. Yeah, we definitely want to get some uh, votes out there for you. Yeah. Please. Wow. I really want to get up and conduct. But the funniest thing is one of my, one of the other competitors is a former music teacher of mine. <laughs> so oh. I know. <laughs> but I'd be happy if anyone wins. This is all about raising money for the symphony. Uh, and the symphony is the reason why I play violin and I'm in music now. So uh, wow. I... I really appreciate that they have that in our area. Awesome. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I need to, I need to try to get tickets because that always like sells out fast. So. Phil, I can get you hooked up. <laughs> All right. There we go. I need to hook up. So. Yeah. Yeah. I'll let you know when they go on sale. If and... I, if I was the maestro for the moment, I could make some things happen. I could probably <laughs> get you some tickets. <laughs> <laughs> make it rain tickets yeah <laughs> all right uh that concludes our episode of muggle with a mic thanks everyone for listening thanks phil thank you no we'll problem. catch you we'll see on you next, next time episode. yeah but you probably see will be halloween it'll probably be the halloween Ooh, one yeah do let's close out this episode phil with your best halloween sound best halloween sound yeah what kind of sound let's hear your halloween sound Ooh. <laughs> 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 I can't beat that. <laughs> I'm a bird. How's that? That's pretty scary. <laughs> 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 <laughs>